All right, everybody, God bless you. We are going to continue today, tonight, whatever time it is as you're listening to this. But we are going to continue in the book of Acts. We are in chapter four. We have a little quick, uh, quick recap. Jesus, before he ascended to heaven, after he had been risen from the grave, told the apostles to wait for the promise of the Father, which we now know is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit came, filled them. They now have the power of the Holy Spirit. Peter is already doing miracles, preaching to the masses, and many people are being saved. Thousands are being saved, and that number is growing daily. So the, the beginning, the foundation of the church is being established. Cheat up, uh, cheater. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. Peter is leading the charge. He's bold, he's wise, and he spent intimate and substantial time with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is more than equipped for this task. Um, let us continue reading. Chapter 4, the first caption reads The Apostles and the Jewish High Council. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, some Jewish leaders came up to them. There were some priests, the captain of the soldiers that guarded the temple, and some Sadducees. They were upset because of what Peter and John were teaching the people. By telling people about Jesus, the apostles were teaching that people will rise from death because they're teaching that Jesus was crucified and rose from the grave three days later. Verse 3, the Jewish leaders arrested Peter and John and put them in jail. Dang, just off of what they were preaching, they arrested them. So they kept them in jail until the next day. But many of the people who heard the apostles believed what they said. There were now about 5,000 men in the group of believers. So remember, I just said it was thousands being added to this number of believers um, basically, Jesus's first, uh, excuse me, Peter's first recorded message when he went into the temple uh, caused 3,000 people to be added to that number in one day. And then they said from that day forward, people were being added daily. Now we're up to 5,000 believers. They say today, they say today there's like 2.1 or 2.7 billion Christians or at least professing Christians. You can look that up. Fact check me. But it's over two, two billion and it's the highest religion of all of them. Of course, it's the truth. And uh, I don't I don't call it a religion. I call it a relationship with the true and living God. Um, but the world classifies it as a religion. It is what it is. Verse five. The next day, the Jewish rulers, the old Jewish leaders and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander were there. Everyone from the high priest's family was there. They made Peter and John stand before all the people. They asked them over and over, How did you make this crippled man well? Remember, Peter walked by this beggar who was crippled from birth. He said, I don't got money to give you. But what I do have you 
But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, stand up and walk. And the, and the man did. And the people were amazed. And now G- Peter and them got arrested. And now they're being questioned. How did you make this crippled man well? What power did you use? By whose authority did you do this? Then Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and said to them, Rulers of the people and you older leaders, are you questioning us today about what we did to help this crippled man? Are you asking us what made him well? We want all of you and all the people of Israel to know that this man was made well by the power of Jesus Christ from Nazareth. You nailed Jesus to a cross, but God raised him from death. This man was crippled, but he is now well. He is able to stand here before you because of the power of Jesus. Jesus is the stone that you builders thought was not important. There's a caption above the word stone. It reads, a picture or symbol meaning Jesus. He goes on to say, but this stone has become the cornerstone. And that's from Psalm chapter 118, verse 22. Jesus is the only one who can save people. Peter goes on to say, his name is the only power in the world that has been given to save anyone. We must be saved through him. Verse 13, the Jewish leaders understood that Peter and John had no special training or education, but they also saw that they were not afraid to speak. So the leaders were amazed. They also realized that Peter and John had been with Jesus. Let's stop right there. Um, they're asking about the crippled man. They're like, Peter, how did you do it? By what power and authority did you do it? Jesus, uh, Peter then was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke to them. Basically, the, whole, the Holy Spirit, as I believe it says in one of the Gospels, if not multiple Gospels, the Holy Spirit testifies of G- concerning Jesus. Look what the Holy Spirit says here through the mouth of Peter. He says, the Holy Spirit says, By the power of Jesus is this crippled man able to stand before you. Jesus is the cornerstone that you builders thought was not important, but now he's the chief. Uh, Excuse me. They said Jesus is the stone that you builders thought was not important, but he is the stone that has now become the cornerstone. Uh, Jesus is the only one who can save people. His name is the only power in the world that has been given to save anyone. We must be saved through him. Peter spoke these words by the power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 13, the Jewish leaders understood that Peter and John had no special training or education. These guys were fishermen by trade, just very white collar individuals, just some regular old folk. But when you submit to God, all things are possible. He will transform you and equip you for the work that he wants to get done through you. So they were not afraid to speak and everybody was amazed. But then they realized that he, uh, Peter, 
had been with Jesus. So that's a that's a good question. Can people tell from your life whether or not you've been spending time with Jesus? Have you been drawn close to God to the point where people can recognize it? That's a question for all of us. They saw the crippled man standing there beside the apostles. They saw that he was healed, so they could say nothing against the apostles. The Jewish leaders told them to leave the council meeting. Then the leaders talked to each other about what they should do. They said, what shall we do with these men? Everyone in Jerusalem knows about the miracle they did as a sign from God. It's too obvious. We can't say it didn't happen. But we must make them afraid to talk to anyone again using that name. There's a caption above name. It says, that is Jesus' name. The Jewish leaders avoided saying his name. See Luke 15, 2. Let's go there real quick. I'll use a different translation. The NASB, the New American Standard Bible. Or was it Luke? It was Luke 15, 2. It reads, Both the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. This man, referring to Jesus, they they don't like saying his name. There's power in the name of Jesus. There is no coincidence in those verses. Then this problem will not be spread among the people. So they're already plotting against Peter and them. They said, we must not make, we must make them afraid to talk to anyone using the name of Jesus. Um, They don't want that problem, this problem to spread among the people. So the Jewish leaders called Peter and John in again. They told the apostles not to say anything or to teach anything in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, what do you think is right? What would God want? Should we obey you? God. We cannot be quiet. We must tell the people about what we have seen and heard. The Jewish leaders could not find a way to punish the apostles because all the people were praising God for what had been done. That's how they felt about John the Baptist. They're like, um, well, Jesus said, uh, do you believe whose authority did John the Baptist baptize? And they're like, well, we can't say um, what they say? Um, they couldn't denounce John the pa- John the Baptist's authority because all the people believed he was a prophet. Whoa! I need to go back to that. I'm gonna go back to that. I'm gonna go back to that. We're just gonna go there. Uh, by what authority did John the Baptist not die? Baptize? Google. All right, so this is from Matthew, if you were with us when we read it. Matthew chapter 21, verse 25. Jesus says, the Pharisees are questioning Jesus. The, the religious leaders questioning Jesus. Just as they're questioning Peter in the, in the book of Acts, where we're reading right now. But let's go back to Matthew 21, verse 25. They're questioning Jesus. Jesus is like, I'll answer, I'll ask you a question. He says, John's baptism, not chill, They said to Jesus, by what authority do you do these things? He's like, first let me ask you a question. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? 
Then the Jewish religious leaders, they discussed it among themselves. They said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all feel and hold that John was a prophet. So they answered him nothing. We don't know. I say all that to say, um, they're now questioning Peter and them on what authority they do, by, by what authority and how, they, how they're doing these things. And, and Peter and John are just proclaiming what is right. What would God want? Should we obey you or obey God? We cannot be quiet. We must tell the people about what we have seen and heard. They go on and it goes on to say the Jewish leaders could not find a way to punish the apostles because all the people were praising God for what had been done. So the people, just like with John the Baptist, just like with Jesus, they were recognizing the miracle and the work of God. And the Jewish religious leaders could not deny the way that people felt about these individuals. Though they um, obviously were questioning them and were indifferent about what was going on, they didn't want to lose their good reputation among the people their popularity and it wouldn't be popular to persecute th these individuals that all the people loved their heart is just in the wrong place if you're catching my drift this miracle was a sign from god the man who was healed was more than 40 years old so the jewish leaders warned the apostles again and let them go free nothing they can do peter and john returned to the believers Verse 23, Peter and John left the meeting of Jewish leaders and went to their own group. They told the group everything that the leading priests and the older Jewish leaders had said to them. When the believers heard this, they all prayed to God with one, with one purpose. That's probably the third time they said that. Everything they're doing is with one purpose, with one accord, on one accord. They said, Master, you are the one who made the sky, the earth, the sea, and everything in the world. Our ancestor David was your servant. With help, with the help of the Holy Spirit, he wrote these words. Quote, Why are the nations shouting? Why are the people planning such useless things? The kings of the earth prepare themselves to fight, and the rulers all come together against the Lord and against his Messiah. Psalm 2. Verses 1 and 2. That's what actually happened when Herod, Pontius Pilate, the other nations, and the people of Israel all came together against Jesus here in Jerusalem. He is your holy servant, the one you made to be the Messiah. These people who came together against Jesus made your plan happen. It was done because of your power and your will. That's interesting because... They're praying to God saying that Jesus was attacked by the, by the governing officials because it was your plan and your power, which is just evidence that God uses the plans of the enemy and makes, and makes good of them. He'll take what's bad and uses it for good. Or as, as Paul writes in the letter to the Romans, he says, all things work together for good for those who love God. So, this is God operating in that sense right here, which is what they're talking about. Verse 29, 
And now, Lord, listen to what they are saying. They are trying to make us afraid. We are your servants. Help us to say what you want us to say without fear. That's a bold prayer, one we should say daily, at least. Help us to say what you want us to say without fear. Help us to be brave by showing us your power. Make sick people well. Cause miraculous signs and wonders to happen by the authority of Jesus, your holy servant. There's a caption above authority. It says literally name. By the name of Jesus, your holy servant. There's authority in the name of Jesus. Verse 31. After the believers prayed, the place where they were meeting shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they continued to speak God's message without fear. That's powerful. The believers share. The whole group of believers was united in their thinking and in what they wanted. None of of them said that the things they had were their own. Instead, they shared everything. With great power, the apostles were making it known to everyone that the Lord Jesus was raised from death. And we know that great power is from the Holy Spirit. And God blessed all the believers very much. None of them could say they needed anything. Everyone who owned fields or houses sold them. They brought the money they got and gave it to the apostles. Then everyone was given whatever they needed. One of the believers was named Joseph. The apostles called him Barnabas, a name that means one who encourages others. He was a a Levite born in Cyprus. Joseph sold a field he owned. He brought the money and gave it to the apostles. So the apostles are leading the charge, praying with the people, teaching people about Jesus, adding to their number of believers, organizing these church, taking care of the needs of the body of believers. Powerful things are happening. happening. People are being healed. People are coming in droves to hear the message of truth about the risen Jesus Christ. And they're proclaiming over and over that it is by his power they do, that they do these things. Amen. That's it. Stay tuned for chapter five. Um, and we'll just keep going and seeing how the church is being established. They're already being questioned and told not to spread this doctrine. So we know things are about to get juicy. Um, but let's see what, un- let's see what unfolds. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now just grateful, grateful for the opportunity to read your word or to listen to your word. Um, I pray that everybody under the sound of my voice um, can receive this word, that the seed lands on good soil. And I pray that it brings forth good fruit, Lord, in due time, that change occurs in the outward lives of the people listening is a reflection of what's happening on the inside that their spirit person is being changed by the eternal word the word of God and that's what your word does it changes people we give you glory Lord we give you glory we give you honor we give you thanks we give you praise let us not take lightly the things and the changes that are occurring you are good you are in control We thank you for your power and authority 
that comes in the name of Jesus Christ. And in your name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Hey, I appreciate you all who've been listening. Um, shout out my man, Ty. Just came to my heart real quick. Ty B. Appreciate you, brother. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing. Keep submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody else who's tuning, in, tuning into this, it's no coincidence. God wants you to grow and grow and grow because he loves you and his work for you to do. He doesn't need you, but he wants you. Amen. Love you guys. God bless you.